Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. Welcome. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out, a curated email of the best things in life to get you ahead. And I'm Bo. That's it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> okay. Like, 31 I, episodes in. Yeah. I'm Bo. I go with the flow. Ah, there it is. There yeah. it is. What that? All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm Bo. I'm slightly better than average. And the date is Saturday, February 11th, 2018. Coming at you. Full Junto mode. Yeah. All right. So the, the, uh, the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. <laughs> and it takes place in the future. Well, it's the present. Well, what is the present but yesterday's future? <gasps> yeah. Off the, off the dome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started here with our first segment. It's called Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, so uh, we got the uh, Apple battery life uh, scenario. Yeah, so how do we feel about that, guys? Do we feel like Apple, as a giant uh, corporation, is uh, screwing over the little people like us by um, purposefully making their batteries die and our phones die no. faster, make, making us go get the newest and latest, greatest iPhones? So, so, or is this like just a side effect of their design? That oh, it's oh. a side effect of physics. So, uh, okay, okay. So, Bo will, will correct me if I ask, venture out too much here. So well, I'm, I don't know about battery technology. Oh, really? Okay, so a lithium-ion battery, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's good for between 400 and like 600 cycles or something like that. So if you think you're charging your phone every day overnight, you know, it's like two years is where you're going to start getting into your degradation of the cells or whatever. So I think two things are true, right? Just by physical uh, design of a battery, your battery will degrade over time. When that happens or whatever is one thing. And I think Apple made the good faith uh, the engineering decision to scale back their processing power to in order to give you more stable performance in the phones. Side note, and you know, and they, they kept it from us, which is one thing. And then two, it does make people's phones go slower, which makes them want to get new phones. Which always coincides <laughs> with the release of a new phone or mm-hmm. a new iOS. Well, as, as a person who doesn't trust anything, <laughs> and you trust Tell Apple, <laughs> who is clearly doing something to... Oh, you're talking about Lance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lance. Yeah. You thought you, you, did you resemble that remark of somebody who doesn't trust anything? I thought, that, I thought Bo was talking for himself there. No, no. Both of you guys are real trusting. I'm over here every day like... <sighs> Like, well, no, I I'm would just, just say, gullible. you know, I would just say <laughs> I'm never going to buy an Apple product now. <laughs> Whatever. At least it works for two years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, what adds to the fishiness, right? I should know because I eat a lot of fish sauce. <laughs> what adds to the fishiness is that they're giving, uh, doing this promotion now where come in, change your battery for 30 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to take advantage of it tomorrow here. No. Are, uh, well, your, did you make your appointment a year ago? I thought you, uh. No, you make an appointment now. I heard it was a six month delay. No, you can make a point. Best Buy and so forth. Okay, so it just adds efficient. Like, why would Apple, who's all into the profit, would be? Oh, hey, okay, my bad, guys. This is news now. Okay, we'll, we'll give you a new battery for thirty bucks. Because like one, uh, one out of I feel like thirty people co- who need that new battery will actually take the effort to like go into the store and get it, and then also it gives them a uh, some good PR for when they got caught out for clock, clocking people's phones down. More like uh, covering up something. 
not covered up. Well, I mean, it was covered up for, I don't know, yeah. 10 years when the iPhone was out, and then it got caught, and then they were like, help, here's what we're going to do. We're going to charge you for a new battery. <laughs> you sound very trusting right now, Lance. Well, yeah. I'm not trusting. I said, even when I was saying it, I said that they, you know, true statement, batteries degrade. And they could have either let your phones like cut off or whatever, or they could have done what they did. So like, I will say they t- of those two choices, they picked the one that like makes them the most money. <laughs> like you know, so yeah. there's that. I would say uh, Apple got caught in a lie, and then they threw some uh, they some di- diversion over here to try to make people happy. So they're like, oh no, we didn't we didn't plan to obsolescence your phone. We um we're actually helping you because of this uh you know this batteries is you know. That's all it is. Yeah. You know. I think those I, are the, I, I think those are the exact words uttered by Cook. I, uh, that, that said, I will <laughs> say that like everybody was complaining about their phone slowing down for years and years and years, and you never got anything from any official. But somebody, I, but somebody actually found proof this time. That's why. That's why Apple had to come clean. No, no. I mean, no. To your point, I'm saying is that like all the Apple fanboys, like myself and one of my real close friends included, I think we would fight the fight that no, they're not slowing down your phones or whatever. But like, it, it, it we're like. This all big corporation is actually has my best interest. Yeah, like all, all the Apple fanboys were gaslighting the, all their friends by saying, no, your phone's not actually getting slower. It's, it's just the way the software is. You know, uh, and then it turns out to be true. So it's like, yeah, yeah there, there is yeah. that. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, the Dow Jones last week <laughs> uh, dropped. 666 points. Oh, so, man. But when it went way back up, I should have bought stocks. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. And after that huge ra- <laughs> rally. <laughs> huge rally. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing about living in uh, the day and age that we live in, if you say there's a rally going on, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so biggest drop in the Dow Jones in the market in the past two years. Um what do we make of it? Is this the, okay? Here's what I want to know: Is this the start of the end, or is this just a minor blip in a like a auto correction because the market has been growing a little? Well, what's little your time scale? So here's what: I, I, like a hundred years minor blip. It said that uh, the stock market went down because the jobs report was too good, and I was like, "What is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, how do how those two things inversely correlate? Like, so the way I understand it is, job market is good. The release of uh, news that two hundred thousand plus jobs were added to the market. Um, signals a strong growth in the labor, which means that may also increase a um, Wait, ra- right. um, um, in, um, in interest rates. Oh, yeah, the interest oh, rates. Right? Yeah. So more people have jobs. It yep. means they can go borrow more money or go buy more stuff. So it's a good time to raise interest up just a little bit to keep up with inflation. Um, but in doing so, that means um, companies who borrow money will cost more now to borrow money because in- the interest rate's higher. That's wild stuff. So it's always, but this is yeah, the way they, the system is supposed to work. But though. those interest rates are not for you and me. They're interest rates to the banks. So the banks borrow money from the treasury, right? And that interest rate, I think, it's us up. as well for mortgages, cars. And I, it's it, I think they're it. probably correlated. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. not it. the official. So if right. the bank can get borrow money at a certain yeah. rate, then we borrow money yeah. directly proportional. To that should rate. should should me, yeah. the savvy investor, do anything different? And when I get the news that the stock market had a, a big so dip. I, I think... And I should have got Litecoin last week. <laughs> <laughs> I bought so, some Bitcoin out of uh, the Cash App. Okay. I got like four one-thousandths of Bitcoin. Yeah. So I think... How did, how did it do last week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping for the 50 cent. Uh, I'm, I'm on the 50 cent schedule where okay. I, I buy some Bitcoin, yeah. forget about it, and then look up and it's worth $7 million. Okay. <laughs> did you hear about that? Uh, yeah. 50 cent did that? It was $8 million, right? Yeah, well, he, he he put an album out online or whatever, and he was like, "You can just buy my album on my website, and also you can pay for pay in Bitcoin." 
and yeah. he and then he, I guess he forgot that he had like let people do that. So he got like four hundred thousand dollars in sales yeah. from the Bitcoin, and then he just like he said he, he said he forgot about it, and then he looked at his accountant. I guess was like, hey, uh, you want to check your Bitcoin account? And he had eight million dollars sitting in it. <laughs> That's good. All yeah, right. I wish I could forget about eight million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> next item. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, it says uh, here that the Tesla Model 3 teardown by an engineering firm reveals quality flaws like a Kia in the 90s. It's uh, it's not good for you non-car guys. <laughs> so uh, so look out for that for those of you who have uh, looking to buy a Kia, I mean a Tesla Model 3. Yeah. Fake well, who, who put So who put out that? <laughs> exactly. who, who are the people that broke it down? An engineering firm. Yeah, an engineering who firm. Who paid for it? Yeah, so... So uh, you know, Sandy Monroe, CEO of the Detroit Area Consultancy, that uh, tears apart okay, and studies yeah. automobiles. You might as well say Ford. Yeah. Also, Sandy's a man. Yeah. Okay. It says uh, his quote is, "I can't imagine how they released this." <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine that Ford hasn't paid me more money to tear down this car and tell them bad stuff about it. Nah. Well, I don't know anything about this guy. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah. So look out for that. I guess okay. I would. I've seen those Model Threes in, in the wild though, and they're gorgeous. I mean, and even if it's kind of crappy, you're going to make so much money like on not paying for gas. So I don't know. Drive as long as it doesn't fall apart, like the wheels stay on, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quick hot take news segment, and uh, that's the end of that segment. For all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so, We're ending it. That's right. It's done. Like, it's over. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we'll be we'll be right back. Right back. Hey, welcome back to the Junta Show. In this corner is the philosophical corner. Mm, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just want to check in and uh, with Bo, yeah, our newly uh, titled father. Yep, I'm the show's dad. <laughs> so, like, you, you can be a, you can be a honeymooner for was it, how long does honeymooning last? You can, I don't even know what that term means in terms of fatherhood. Well, I was gonna say so. Like, you're a honeymooner for like what eighteen months? They say a year. A year. So like yeah. uh, for the first year, are you still a new dad? Like when do when do you are, are you no longer a new dad? When are you an old dad? Oh, an old dad? <laughs> well, I don't know actually. All right. So, so how many months in are you though? I'm four months in, so my child is four months old. Okay, so so let's check in. How do you feel, Bo, as a father? What's the kid doing? Is it holding his own head up? Is he uh, uh, crawling, yeah. rolling? Yeah. So well, yeah. So he can. R- okay. So talk about baby milestones, mm-hmm. right? So you have your milestones, which I forgot what the four months are. I read up to the three, and he was doing pretty good. And I haven't read the four month one. Uh, so you said he, he said he's rolling. It's all a surprise he, now. Yeah, it's all. I'm like, whoa! Look, look what he did. Still blinking. Yeah. So what he um he can he can hold up. What he likes to do is I put him in his little. It's called a jumperoo, and he just jumps there and smiles and swings his arm around. Um, he can roll from his back to his front and his front to his back. Uh, you so see that's him good. Rolling. Yep. So that's, but but when, but what he does is he doesn't do it all the time. It's not like he just sits there and flips and flops like a pancake or something. You know, he he'll roll over and then he's like, oh, I'm on my stomach, and he starts looking around and he's like, I don't like this, and he goes, ah, and he starts crying. So uh, so we're like, okay, roll on your back, kid. Um, uh, he's, I don't know, he's he's grabbing stuff, so he's getting gross motor function, I guess you call it. So he can he can kind of look at something and he'll just kind of slap at it. Um, I got a feature NFL player on your hands. I guess so. Yeah. So, um, and he's, he's doing something, uh, like when he, when I go give him to my wife for a feeding, cause he's, he's a breastfed baby. He, 
like I'm handing him to her, and as soon as he sees my my wife, he starts smiling and like kicking and waving his arms. Here like it a comes! Crazy, here it comes! He's like, "Whoa! I can't take it!" You know. <laughs> so <laughs> understandable so, yeah. response. Yeah, well, yeah. In, in, <laughs> general. in general, in general. Okay, I know that it wasn't directed <laughs> directly at my wife. So, but but as far as you, Bo, yeah. in fatherhood, do you feel like a greater sense of um, selflessness going on? Do you feel like a, a mind shift as far as like, oh, mm, no. I gotta really make sure my kids can be okay for the future? Or I was gonna listen to that today. Kind of, <laughs> there is kind of that, but I think that's always, I guess, kind of been there. Um, but. You know, you would talk to other uh, dads, and I think it the mind shift is usually like you look back and you're like, "Oh, I am a completely different person than I was like a year ago." But I talked to some of my friends who are dads, and and I think it's a quite a common theme is after about a year or so, they'll they'll sit there and like, you know, I was a really selfish person back then, and it's like something that they kind of look back on and and. You know, they can tell that they're a completely different person. Yeah, and I still am. Yeah. I, say, I know a lot of stuff. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, I guess I, I haven't gone through any well, of those. I haven't, I haven't had like this, this, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a light shining on me, an epiphany or something yeah, like yeah. that. Here's the question I have. Does the future of the world and like scare the, me? And, yeah. And, and put, bring a kid into it. Does, it, does that come into your thinking at all? Like, are you yeah, you want to like make the world a better place not, so that your kid can be a better place? Not, I, mean, not I should recycle kind of more things. often. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not like those kind of thoughts go into my head. More of my thoughts are are like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom just opened the door and kicked me out, and I ran outside and played with my friends out in the streets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to be have the ability to do something like that with my kid, and I don't. You know, I not until. I don't know. Maybe when he's twelve, I'll probably do that anyway. Damn, twelve? It's so old. Or eight? I, well, the thing though is, like, I don't know if I, like, I'm driving home from work, right? And I'm like, oh man, I I want to stop by this store, get some gas, and run in and and get myself a ice cold soda, mm. right? And so I go in there, my kids <laughs> in the back, and I'm I'm filling up my gas tank, and I'm like. It's only like a couple minutes, right? Oh, well, and then, and then if I run in, like I'm afraid I'm going to come back out, and the cops are going to be there, and there's a guy with bashing in the windows of the crowbar, and he's like, "Who is the father's baby? Take him to jail or something like that." Who's mm-hmm. the father's giant baby? Looks around for anybody, <laughs> anybody six six three and above. Yeah, and then, so, so that's more. So the wait, kind of stuff okay, so uh, hypothetically, uh, I guess I'll go. So okay. Johnny. Yeah. Uh, you got your kid in the car. Your your infant baby in a car Hypothet- seat. Hypothetical baby in the back. And you're you're, you're at a gas station. And you're thirsty. No. Do do you run in and grab something, or do you bring the kid in with you? Do you leave the do you leave the kid in the car to go and get a drink, or do you take the kid with you? If I can uh, maintain visual eye line with the baby, or at least with a the car, then I might run in. Mm-hmm. Right the- or wrong, I'm not a parent yet, folks. Don't write to me. <laughs> But if I can't see it and it's like tucked in the corner a little bit, then I'll take the baby out and leave the car running or not. The car should be running. I was filling up gas. True. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So I was thinking. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, so I pull up to the uh, the parking spots next to the gas station, right? So like, I get my gas. Okay. uh, Right up there. Then then I get close to it. Okay. Then I let down the windows. Then I turn the car off. Yeah. Just so someone can reach in there. Unlock the door and steal your baby. Yeah, ah, nice move, land. Nobody wants black babies. That's a, <laughs> that's a that's an urban legend. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then I think I go in there. Okay, 
Glad we cleared that up. Okay. So, the thought I had, now Lance, maybe you can shed some light into this one too, because I was thinking, once you have a baby, that mm-hmm. mind shift happens to selflessness, but what happens when we're 30 years old and 40 years old and we don't have a kid? We have all that mental energy is not being spent on being selfless towards something. Mm-hmm. So we're left to what? We're left to just thinking about ourselves? Does that build an inherent all of my, all of my fatherly love and em- empathy goes to the world instead of to does it? it and yeah. I, I and I do want to say that you know that's that is what I've heard and been told by other dads. I don't think that's happened to me. I'm just I'm built, I'm the same as I was, or at least I think I am the was before I had the kids. So. Well, I think but, okay, I think that's, that's more yeah. of a you, like you don't have to go that far from like being like you were already a nice enough person, right? I feel like there's a lot of scumbag type dudes out there who have to tone down the scumbag. And you're way better than them. Yeah, I think Thank that's that's part of what it is, right? It's like you're just like, man, I can't drink every day and like whore <laughs> I, around. <laughs> I well, I mean, with a young baby, you still can drink quite a bit. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to throw <laughs> yeah. your bone here. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's like, well, Lance. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you don't got to be a genius to make sure your baby's okay. You know? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, I I don't know how much I would like my lifestyle would change if I had a kid. Like, I would definitely have to like. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing. It's the know. time that you had going and like you know, let's say playing sports or racquetball or volleyball mm-hmm. or exercising or something like that, or even you know doing what we're doing right now mm-hmm. is pretty much eaten into. You know, so like if I wasn't doing this, I'd be at, I'd be at my house, you know, holding my kid, bouncing him up and down, and and trying to tickle him or something like that. So. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, hey, I was going to ask you, is he happy baby? Yeah, he's he's pretty happy baby, oh, actually. What's the temperament? Like one or two adjectives you use to describe your boy's te- temperament. Um, and we'll check back 18 years from now on this podcast. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, he's, he's pretty like, good. He's, he's as far as what I've been described by other people, you know, he's pretty happy baby. He he cries when he's hungry and when he's tired. And uh, when his head itches. His, Sounds like Bo. Uh, yeah. Public school or private school? Uh, public school. My man. Well, I mean, it depends on the private. Depends. Take depends, that, but public take school. Take back that, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Public schools around here. That's why we're living around here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Good neighborhood. We live in, well, Jump Bowl is a great neighborhood there. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll be right back. Hey. Welcome back to the Hunto Show. <laughs> we're here with our pop culture segment. <laughs> I'm Bo. I'm Lance. Johnny. All right, so how about that Super Bowl? Man, that was crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> JT, can't do no wrong, my friends. Oh, man. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so, I got it on the DVR. I haven't watched it yet. Are you looking forward to the Justin Timberlake con- concert on the... On the uh... Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Oh, I mean... Yeah, yeah. No, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to. I don't like Justin yeah. Timberlake anymore. Y'all didn't... What? Y'all don't know the uh, the outcome of the Super Bowl? It was... How could y'all miss that? Man, it was so cr- great when the... Insert name here. Won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good game. That game-winning play by MVP of the game. <laughs> yep. Oh, so cool. Okay. Nah. Uh, so, do you care about that? I guess Johnny doesn't care. You know who's in Super Bowl, Johnny? Uh, Eagles and uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Got it. Very Ooh. good. Very good. Yeah. They said that Philadelphia is like the worst uh, city for professional sports. Like their teams have the least championships or something. Like all the. Sports I wouldn't combined. think they're the worst. So somebody said, or somebody I would say Miami's a lot worse. Now the, the Heat win uh, championships; they had no, it, they had oh, to run. So if you're watching the games, you see how full the stands are. I think that's like the. the no, they the, were saying like your your team's actual success. 
Oh. Per your city, like uh, Philadelphia is the worst. See, I'd rather watch a crappy team with a good fan base than what? a good stupid. team with a crappy what you, team. What do you care about when you're watching the game how full the stand is? Well, uh, <laughs> it, I don't know. That's what it, I like. It, you know. He likes energy. Yeah. You go, you from watch, the TV, though? You watch, well, you don't have to go from TV, but if you've... If I watch, uh, let's see, Miami football, and I see the stadium's half full, I'm like, who cares? That really changes your opinion <laughs> of the game? Uh, On a little TV? Bit. Yeah, a little bit. That's wild. Man. Yeah. It's learning so much about you guys. So JT did drop his latest album, Man of the Woods. <laughs> I, I, I have. I oh, could go for 20 minutes about how Justin Timberlake went from being a hip-hop artist with... with uh, with cornrows and all this stuff like that, trying to moonwalk and all this stuff, and now he's in the woods wearing lumberjack stuff. All of a sudden, fantastic! Yeah. A, a creative artist should always reinvent and keep things fresh. It's real. I just find it uh, convenient. Was it folk song? When it's time to get in the woods, and then when it's time to, to wear braids. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't. What's the timing was? Man. Are the woods in fashion now? Yes. Why are the woods in fashion? All right. So since you're going to bring it oh, out of me, no, Bo. <laughs> oh no. Well, I mean. So okay, so uh, in 2018, I think the the marketing of various things has gotten to want to, to cater to a certain base of the American populace. Uh, being People that like wood, the the coal miners, so to speak, th- that type of person. You think the coal miners buying Justin Timberlake's album? I'm saying Justin Timberlake's trying to market his stuff to the coal miners. <laughs> oh, well, he's like, he, so he's like listening to Donald Trump, and he's like, "Coal's king." He's gonna go out and die making an album about coal. You making, tell me why he went yeah. to woods. Oh yeah, well, he's he's gonna well, be Nat King Cole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the album sounds like, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I struck me as odd that you know when Obama was president, he was moonwalking and dancing with Latin girls in a in the parking lot in the videos. Now all of a sudden he's in the woods chopping wood when it's a uh, economic anxiety out there in, in the United States. <laughs> okay. So I guess. What does so the album sound like, Johnny? Is this, is it is it does it sound different than his other albums? Yes, it does. Is it's, is it more folksy? Because it, if it's more folksy, then that's I have. I think I have a legitimate point. No, I do not think you. Well, you may have a legitimate point, but I think it's uh, unconnected to the way this album is and what it's trying to do. Would you? Is it more like? Would it be like Motown funk? No, that's what he used to do. No, it. I I would describe it as Blue a, bit, a bit more country folkish in Boom. the in the backdrop. Boom. But he still has the electronic beats and the synthesizer um, going on, which yeah. makes it uh, much more contemporary and much more. Uh, complex, but it makes it more contemporary. That's that's where yeah. I take issue. How is country music in your background more contemporary? Because it's got the synthesizer overlaid on it. And okay, just, so you're, you're saying and just because it's country doesn't mean it's it can't be contemporary. But you said it's contemporary you said, country music. Okay, I thought you were I don't saying, even know what contemporary music sounds like. Okay, so in that sentence, I thought you were saying that the the country part makes it more contemporary. But no, you were no, saying no. the synthesizer like makes the country ups the coolness of the the country. Yeah. For me, because I, I'm because natu- I'm me, I'm not naturally a country music kind of person. No, no, no I agree with that. That I but, think yeah. the way that sentence reads, if yeah. the the synthesizer is what's hipping it up, I just find it interesting that he's making a country album, country ish album. You you might be connecting dots that may not be there. Hmm? You you see two might, dots, and maybe there's a bunch more dots you don't see, but you're connecting the two dots. I mean, I don't. I, I, mean, I, I wouldn't put this on my resume, even though it's out there in the in, on the world or whatever. I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's a legitimate thing. But so I thought that was kind of like I natural, said it's, it's natural white artist progression. <laughs> you know, Miley Cyrus so, uh, quit doing hip hop music, and she's back to to doing her uh, yeah. her folksy type thing too. I think she did before Trump, though. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm not connecting her. I'm not connecting her to Trump. Why not? Yeah. I don't. It doesn't feel as a. Well, once she didn't put an album out after the thing, I think she. 
What, what do I think happened with Miley Cyrus? Well, Beyonce did a country song, right? A, a song, yeah. yeah. But, you know, she, so, she didn't change. She jumping, didn't change. On the, jumping on the bandwagon, she too. Was, she was, Just she to was like, before she, the wave, too, right? Miley Cyrus so. changed her identity. And I oh, think, wait, well, she's still Miley Cyrus. Though. She was like, she was she was Miley Cyrus, like the Disney star. She used then to be Hannah Montana. Then she wanted to grow up, and she started like trying to uh, you know, rap and twerk and all yeah. that stuff like that. And yep. then she, for whatever reason, stopped trying to do that, and then she's back on the... Uh, <laughs> Well, that's. But, I mean, but, but look, I think as, that's like natural progression, right? Yeah, but as musical, I didn't mean to be twenty minutes topic. I'm, 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 I'm out of the limb here. But <laughs> as musical artists, they this is what musical artists do to have longevity. Madonna reinvents herself on every album. Yep. Janet Jackson did. Um, all the major artists do. They always reinvent themselves. Yeah, like Garth Brooks, every but, album. but he became a Chris emo. Gaines. Chris <laughs> Gaines, yeah. But my my point being is and, that the uh, evolution work out. the evolution <laughs> takes a, a a a set path. Is, yeah. is, my, is one of my point. Like like Pink, when Pink came out, she was on BET. She was like doing R and B music. She was at the BET Awards. Yeah, right. She had hip hop features right. and her stuff like that. Right. And then she moved away from that into being uh, regular pop. And then now she's like I don't know punk or something like that. Okay. And then Miley Cyrus did her her and she dab, dabbled in the urban culture. Okay. And then went away from it. Justin Timberlake did dabbled in his urban culture urban culture and went away from it. And I'm just like I see the pattern. That's all I'm saying. So they go yeah. urban, then go away. They dabble in it and then leave it completely behind. No, I don't think it does. I think JT's album has some. Pink, Pink has not looked back to that R and B. Well, Pink, but we're talking about JT. And I think was JT's latest album R&B definitely has R and B vibes in for sure. You've heard more of it than I have. Yeah. To be fair, I yeah. saw I saw the yeah. the album cover and then I felt the way about it. Oh, <laughs> come on. I would say what if they you, say is don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Hip hop. Well, you said it's got the urban. Yeah. I mean the uh, country stuff in it too, though. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say hip hop. Hip hop to country. That's that's like a sea change. R and B to country. That ain't. That's not much. R and B and country are pretty close. Like if I listen to Chris Stapleton, that's which I mean is, that's uh, relatively mu- mus- musically perhaps, but culturally yeah. is is what I'm 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 hitting on here. Oh well, I'm just saying yeah. that if you were to take this an R and B singer and he sang country or R, I mean you could almost I almost feel like you could take a R and B singer and sing country and his country. Oh, singer, for sure. I'm not saying that he, yeah. none of these people have the chops for it. Like Beyonce, she's yeah. got the chops to do either. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Name your country artist or whatever. He could get on a nice beat and then the song would sound good. I'm not saying that's it. I'm saying the cultural change that some of these guys go through is something or other that I, so, I that you could write a book about. <laughs> okay. I like to shift the topic a little bit for something that I think we can talk about is the uh, Black Panther movie coming out, which I am super excited about. Hey, all right. Okay. So much excited for. Um, and, and you guys heard about the Ron Tomato thing going on. <laughs> I wanted to read an article on it, but it went low. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Go into it, Johnny. Do, do, do you know about it, though, Lance? Wait, wait. I, I, know so, the, I know what's going on. I know what the first article, but I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes' response to it is. Okay. Oh, well, it's not much to it, except they condemned it and will actively push against it. But so what the what's going on is mm-hmm. apparently there was a group of people who created bots and so forth to really lower the user uh, ratings for Star Wars Last Jedi, right? Because there is a big incongruity. Critics love Last Jedi, and then the user ratings were, were like low and like disproportionately low. So now they they know why a little bit. So this other group now has come out. And, and why do you think that these people wanted to harm the Last Jedi? I don't know. Okay. I don't know why about the Last Jedi. But uh, for for Black Panther, it's pretty obvious. This group has already come out and they had um, try and start a grassroots movement to get people to put low ratings on Black Panther because they're white suprem- uh, supremacists or uh, racist, right? So so they have Facebook okay. groups. 
that they clearly talk about like racist stuff and white supremacy and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've come out saying, hey, we're actively going to push Black Panther scores down. And Ron Tomatoes come out saying, hey, we obviously condemn that. We've got tons of people who filter that and to really watch out for things like that. So they're 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 out. They're going to try their best to side note, that. If Black Panther comes out with a zero percent Rotten Tomatoes rating, every black person is still going to go see it, <laughs> and some good percentage of, uh, yeah. of white people yeah, do yeah. so. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know, it's stupid. <laughs> and also, like, it's real telling too. Like, like Black Panther has done one. I'm seeing a lot of like posts or whatever about. Uh, I don't know, these white supremacist people are just, I don't know, haters or whatever you want to call them, who are like, uh, they're coming out with a Black Panther movie. How would you feel if I made a KKK movie? I'm like, <laughs> it's not the Black Panthers. It is <laughs> the Black Panther. <laughs> like, the I'd hero. probably watch both movies, to be honest. <laughs> the Super KKK? <laughs> no, not the Super K. I'm talking about uh, the Black Panther and the Black Panthers. Oh, oh, oh those two yeah. movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. But yeah. but, um, but they're saying. I didn't know. I, I didn't know there was a KKK superhero in the Marvel Universe for the last 30 years. Well, there's, a, yeah. there's a villain. There is a, I think his name is a hate monger or something like that. And he's, he basically has got like a, a dunce cap, a KKK helmet for a head. And he, you know, <laughs> power of hate. <laughs> By Marvel. the power of hate. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, but I'm looking forward to Black Panther. Yeah. Too. So, uh, I mean, well, so, wait, wait, but it's already come out, right? No, it comes out on next week, next Thursday, the, like the 15th or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's funny they're saying like uh, there's going to be a lot of um, not quite cosplay, but like the the move in the black community. I don't know if you guys are following this. Is that we're going to or tight leather? Is it? <laughs> well, dress up in some way, shape, or form for the, for the movie when you go see it. Oh. So a lot of I did see some posts where some people were going to dress like in Coming to America. <laughs> That's what everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're posting like how I'm gonna be at the Black Panther premiere. It's like a, uh, a Coming to America. Yeah, just it's like a lion <laughs> on them or something. But uh, but at the premiere for the um for the Black Panther movie. They did what's called purple carpet instead of red carpet. Cause yeah, yeah. Purple's more like a uh, cultural color, and then a lot of the uh, I, I guess yeah okay a lot of the actors wore you know traditional African garb and, and yeah. things like that, and so there's a lot cool. of people. I don't have any of that stuff. I'm probably just wear like a Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So. All right, all right. Good, hey. good episode. Okay, so yeah, thanks for listening to the Junto Show. Uh, if you would please leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, I'm okay with four. <laughs> Oh my god! Not again! <laughs> Every time, single-handedly bringing our stuff down. Uh, any, anyway, yeah, uh, leave us a review. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we can contact us, uh, Johnny at the Venture Out, and uh, you can see me on Twitter. Uh, we can get more of the last couple minutes of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so at aka dimix, uh, Bo is smart and doesn't have a bunch of social media presence. I have at show show at huntoshow.com. Show at huntoshow.com, and then uh, we'll be back next time with more. Punto Show. Hey, who?